Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. So, we just got back from Red Robin. Red Robin. We went out with Grandma, and a uh, very strange experience. The parking lot was nearly full. Nearly full. But then we went inside, and it wasn't super full. It did take a really long time to get our meal, because they were, I guess, busy in the other dining room. But, yeah, just a weird place, man. American Eatery, Red Robin. I don't know that I'd ever been. Um, I was just super surprised to see how busy it was. And I even said that to the hostess. She said that they actually have people sometimes waiting outside for them to open, which is just crazy to me. Uh... The other thing of note was that they had a kiosk or like a little um, a tablet sitting on your table. And you could actually pay at that tablet, which was a lot better than waiting for the waiter to come around and bring you a, a check or whatever. So that was pretty cool. Uh, in other news, okay, I'm going in reverse chronological order. Tesla had their earnings call, and that was fascinating as always that uh, they've been doing great, that they barely did not meet earnings expectations this year. But that was only because, in their words, there was not enough train, boat, and truck supply to actually deliver all of the cars that they had created this past quarter. Um... Otherwise, they would have beat expectations. And then the other thing was that their energy division has grown 62% year over year, which is pretty cool. They, uh, they've been shipping a lot more battery packs, stationary sh- uh, storage, like the Powerwall, but more, more likely the Mega Packs. They see that growing... Um, you know, exponentially, they forecast 50% year-over-year growth for the next 10 years. So they also talked about a large 5 to $10 billion stock buyback, which would still need to be approved by the board in the event that the economy were to take a downturn and the stock price were to go down at all. They would just buy a bunch of it back, which is... Uh, all all that said, it's like, yeah, good time to be a Tesla investor, and they're signaling that it will remain a good time to be a Tesla investor. I, uh, I don't know, man. I always do love hearing from those guys because it's not just the uh, – it's not just Tesla. I think they give you a really good insight into the whole economy. Like, for instance, um, Elon said that – China is in a recession because of their whole building and their construction fiasco and that Europe is in a bit of a recession because of their whole energy fiasco, but that America isn't quite yet. And he said that really what it is, is that the Federal Reserve is driving by looking in their rear view mirror where they should be looking ahead and they should lower interest rates to reflect the current situation 
and uh, that they inevitably will. So that's kind of cool to hear. They'll also apparently, a lot of people don't realize this, but Tesla quickly blew through the initial federal tax credit for EVs. The EV buying incentive used to be tied to uh, how many cars you had sold, how many electric vehicles you had made and sold. So Tesla always like never had any of those credits. They, uh, they blew through them really quickly. But now it's based on where your car is made, and so they're uniquely poised to take advantage of that for many more years to come, um, which is pretty cool. Um, what else? Looked into artificial intelligence training um, generative... What's the other? GAN. GAN, it stands for genitor, genitor, generative adversarial I can't remember the last word anyway what that is it's an image processing program which uh, takes a model and does kind of like the diffusion noise additive method and then subtractive method that we talked about the other day but then once it gets there, it starts using one module that is the generator module and then another one called the discriminating module, I believe. And it's basically running two parts of your program, one of which will generate new images. The other one will then judge whether or not that is a real or a fake representation so they're that's why they're adversarial the one is always trying to get past the other one it's like a filter and once it's learned enough through several iterations it uh, can use that model to generate new images i thought you know that's kind of cool because i would love to be able to do a non-cloud-based image generation program which does not rely on uh being trained on a giant third-party model of images. So, for instance, we're talking about the main leader would be like Dolly or Midjourney or whatever. Those are trained off of, let's say, hundreds of thousands of little images. But it has a kind of idea of like what everything looks like, right? Well, what if you're not trying to just willy-nilly generate an image of just anything? What if you you just have a specific idea of things you want to generate? I would love to uh, be able to play with some of these models and some of the code in a very stripped down way. Like I don't need to generate anything to do with clownfish or corn or um, blue giraffes or any of that stuff, right? So I'd love to not use that large of a model, but... Uh, still generate your own thing rather your own data set and then generate your own model from that data set so that was kind of an, an obsession earlier i'll be honest and it, it's kind of crazy to see how close people have come like i found one lady who she ended up using a, a data set that was uh from the u.s bureau of God, what are they called the census bureau 
and it was like photos of people the Census Bureau had taken, I guess. And uh, she used that to help it train for handwriting digits and then showed how the discriminating module over many passes led f to this like grid of handwritten digits becoming more legible and it's like okay why what you know what i mean it's, it, i don't know it, it's it's weird stuff someday we're there we're on the cusp of it just got to figure it all out um oh mulched some leaves today just a little bit because the leaves have been falling like crazy I had some chicken salad, some curry chicken salad, which was delicious. And um, starting last night, we, we had our little Tesla experiment, which it's currently going right now, just dumping battery into the grid, which is cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Last night, I put some rice. I started soaking it because I'd seen a recipe for congee or uh, rice porridge. And even though the recipe was for chicken congee, I thought, oh, I'd make some vegetable congee. Let's see what that's like. And I did, and it was fine. You know, you had to add spices and stuff. You had to add a lot of soy sauce and sesame oil. A little bit of chicken stock anyway, even though it was vegetarian, mushroom and red pepper. Uh, it was pretty good. We had a lot of that today. So, yeah. What else? Oh, we, we, I guess it was the season finale. It seemed like it was the season finale. We watched the uh, latest episode of Rings of Power last night. And that is kind of a snooze fest. Kind of a boring, terrible show. But uh, also fine, right? It is what it is. Pretty predictable. I don't know how it wouldn't be. Unless all of a sudden, the ne if, if the next episode of Rings of Power, it got super anti-woke and everything was like overtly racist and discriminatory, you would be like, whoa, <laughs> didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? That's the only way they could subvert expectations at this point. Anyway, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.